0: The WNBA Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is brought to you by our Patreon score exclusive perks content available only to our patrons at sports sportsgamblingpodcast.com po- sports slash Patreon Yes sir Welcome in to the WNBA Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. No me, no the voice of the guys. me, really, real, villain real. It's Rob Farmer Jr. here at your service. Tell them to bring me my money. Here comes the money. Here we go. Money talk. talk. Here comes the money. Money money, 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 money,
1: money, money. money, money, dollar, dollar, dollar,
0: dollar, 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 dollar bill, mm-hmm. Cash moves everything
1: around me. Clean, get the money. Dollar, dollar bill, Tell them to bring me my
0: we are here day two of the intro drop and i'm still i'm still i'm hype about it i'm hype about it i'm ready i'm about to go do a college a college show just so i can play the drop some more that's what i'm about to do i'm about to tell kobe put me on the next preview so i can play the drop again you see him we got him over here my guy scott studio rychelle scott
1: what's going on (laughs) Doing pretty well. Uh, Just uh, finished doing an NBA show, so did another preview for the upcoming NBA season. Uh, Besides that, though, overall, went pretty well last episode. Went 2-1, ended up winning with, I'm trying to remember what I had. I had Canada 15-plus points as my dog, which got there. I had Cunningham uh, 2-plus threes, which got there as my prop. And I think my lock, I think we double-locked Parker rebounds, and that didn't get there. But overall, went 2-1, can't complain.
0: Yeah, last episode for me. No bueno there. I had... What did I have yesterday? I had some losers. I know that. Um... I did cash the Erica Wheeler ladder. We got 15 plus. I had 10 and a half points for her. And we got the 15 plus at plus 275. So that salvaged the day. Mm -hmm. My dog, however, took Cheyenne Parker 20 plus points at plus 480, I believe it was. That didn't get there. Not even close. the dream Actually, like laid an egg in New York, (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) which was very, very depressing to see there. For my lock, I had Indiana Fever over 79 and a half team total they couldn't score at all it looked like they were the ones that were affected by the early start time and not the Los Angeles Sparks I, Aaliyah Boston's unbettable you can't bet Aaliyah Boston she's literally like it's crazy that she's such a good player but she's actually unbettable because and I've said this before and I've gone against it and I promise you I won't do it again she's getting the bam out treatment from me I don't care how good the matchup is. I don't care what the stats say. I'm not going to bet her. Dog, the second half, she had 10 points in that first half, didn't get over 14 and a half for a points prop. Not to mention I gave out 20 plus, but she didn't even hit the points prop. 10 points in the first half. What utilization is she getting out of the second half? Like, If you're Indiana, what do you have to lose? What do you have to lose? You are, where are they at in the standings before I start? Way, way bottom. I mean, I'm just saying, like, what do you have to lose here? Like, give the ball to your arguably best player. I would say second best player. I still think is Kelsey Mitchell number one. Yeah. But what are you doing, Indiana? Christy Sides, what are you doing? Mitchell What's wasn't the, even
1: good yesterday either.
0: She had six shots. Your best yep. player has six shots. Six shots. Christy Wallace led team in scoring. No, she didn't. I think it was actually uh Erica Wheeler, but Christy Wallace had like 13, 13, 14 points off the bench.
1: I didn't really know what Indiana was trying to do the entire game offensively, but either way, that's why they're a bad team.
0: Poverty organizations, man. I tell you, like, I just don't understand how you have the number one overall draft pick. She's playing like an actual rookie of the year. She looks amazing and you choose not to utilize her in the second half. (sighs) Lord, yeah. All right, Scott, we got three games on the slate today. Liberty on the back to back, we got that. Look forward to. We got a couple of rather large dogs on the slate today, so a little bit of it, interesting of a handicap. But before we get to that, got to talk to you about our sports gambling podcast Patreon. Do your part against the, uh, the war against corporate gambling. Which side are you going to be on? Are you going to be on the side of corporate gambling, or are you going to be with the Dgens and Sports Gambling Podcast Network because we want you. So. Make sure you go and tap into our Patreon. There's a Discord uh, channel just for Patreon members. We have exclusive contests, exclusive merch. We have SGP Stories Podcast, a free uncensored show highlighting the best stories of djs. I got to find a good story to tell for my SGP Story Podcast. Go to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash Patreon. That is sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash Patreon. All right. Let's go ahead with the – all these – why Why does all three games start at 8 o'clock? Like, we can't uh, that's a good question. I have no
1: idea.
0: We can't stagger them. We can't – I mean, I get – okay, the Dallas game could be a little bit later. Like, it doesn't have to be at this same time. Is Chicago still on East Coast time? I don't know. No, Chicago no. – no, they're on Central. Yeah. Yeah. So they could have been they could have had the Liberty at seven, Chicago at eight and Dallas at nine or ten. Like it's not honestly, I just don't just make me an executive. And I promise you, this league is going to be looking like the NBA in less than 10 years. All right. Let's get to it. First game on the slate. Let's talk about the Washington Mystics going to play the Dallas Wings. Dallas Wings open up as a six-point favorite. That's all the way, bet all the way up to minus nine and a half now. 164 and a half is the total. That came up a little bit. It opened up at 163. Injury report here for for these two teams. And we have for the Dallas Wings. Looks like pretty clean injury report. Uh, Lou Lopez, still out. Diamond DeShield still out. We know those, those girls are going to be out for some time. And then we have for the Washington Mystics, Ariel Atkins is still out. EDD is still out. Shakira Austin is still out. Christy Tolliver is still out. So, same lineup that these two teams have been putting out for about the past week, maybe two weeks and change or something like that. Nine and a half with Dallas. Are you doing it?
1: Uh, I think that Dallas is the better team, especially based on recent form. Nine does feel pretty steep, uh, which is what is giving me a hard time. I think I'm going to lean to the over in this game as my favorite play because the Mystics, we know earlier this season, prided themselves on defense. And then recently, they really have not done a great job of guarding anybody. Uh, To go through Washington's numbers recently defensively, uh, they've given given up a lot of points. Let's put it that way. I'm (laughs) going to read off the amount of points allowed over the last couple of weeks. 97, 69 against the Mercury. Good showing there. 96 against the Liberty. 82 against the Fever. 86 against the Storm. 92 against the Sun. 88 against the Fever. 89 against the Wings. 94 against the Dream. 86 against the Dream. 88 against the Liberty. That's a lot of points. I'm going to take the over. Because the Mystics defensively have been a mess lately. I know the Wings just beat this team by double digits a couple weeks ago but I do wonder if this number is a little bit high. I'm not going to bother with the spread instead. Just give me the total. I like the over in this game.
0: I am not laying nine and a half with Dallas in this spot. And it's really just the fact of like, I think that this game here probably can be a pretty quick pace game. Dallas a little bit uh, is closer towards the bottom of the league in pace over the past five games. They're eleventh of twelve teams. Only team worse than them was the Phoenix Mercury. Whereas you come back and you look at Washington Mystics who are normally slow in pace, but without EDD, without Shakira Austin, without ariel Atkins, they have run and gun the entire time, and that's why they give up a lot of points because they're running and gunning, and so uh, they're fourth in pace over the past few games, and so. I, I'm gonna lean more to the fact that I think Washington is gonna try to is gonna speed up the Dallas Wings and not allow them to just sit in the half court, go feed the ball to, uh, Arike Gumaguale or f- freaking uh Satu Sabley and just let them go to work in the half court. Like they're gonna try to speed them up. They're gonna try to make them uncomfortable. Perimeter defense for the wings still pretty good, so I think they take away like a few things that Dallas does really, really well, and that can affect the total. And then you have some pure buckets in Brittany Sykes and Natasha Cloud who are just going out and scoring. Um, Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna go ahead and take Washington plus nine and a half. Not a very strong. Do you agree with the over? Yeah, I like the over. It's Washington's been a pure over team since EDD and Shakira Austin were out. Like everything's been straight overs with them. And I mean, you see it in their play. Like they are running up and down the court, they are not slowing down. By the time they get the ball, 10 seconds later they're getting a shot up and so whether it goes in or not depends on if they win the game who really does but for the most part they're they're continuously putting up shots continuously putting the pressure on the other team and they actually haven't looked that bad like they look a lot better than a lot of other teams and they're missing their top three players well or three of their top five players so yeah, I like that over. i probably play it in the first half rather than the second half and just take a first half over with them uh, over 83 and a half in that first half. I see that about consensus minus 120 odds around all the books. So I think that's a nice price. And the juice on there tells me that other people like that over, first half over as well. So I'll be taking that first half over, over 83 and a half. Uh, Mystic's first half has been good all season. I'm not switching up now. They actually just won the first half against the Lynx before they lost that game, and that was the only play I had on that game was that first half, so I'm going to continue to take the Mystics first half here. They continue to be good and challenge teams in the first half, and that second half is where they fall off, and that's what makes it kind of nervous about taking the 9.5 because they could fall off so bad that they actually do give up You know, the 9.5, so if I'm playing the spread, I'm only playing Washington Mystics plus 4.5. If they get dogged out in the first half, there's no chance they're coming back in. Second half.
1: Yeah, I can agree with that. All right. Player props, what you got? Uh, so, for the player props in this one, since I do like uh, the over in the game, I got a lot of options to choose from. The question is which player do I think actually steps up on Washington? Because, at least for Dallas, you have a vague idea. All right, Enrique is going to do her thing, and you can kind of piece it together from there. I know Sykes has been really good for the Mystics, uh, for the Mystics lately. But you have her and Cloud both. at The spawn 15 of and Jordan Clarkson
0: and and Bradley Beal.
1: Yeah, I was gonna say one of them's going over fifteen and a half. I think Cloud is gonna be more of an assist person in this game, so I think I'm just gonna lean to Sykes. I can see Sykes having a big game here, so I'll go with her over fifteen and a half.
0: So what I've been doing, and they've sapped the juice out of it. I've just been taking both of them for twenty plus. Why yeah. They let me and I've been cashing. Sometimes I cash both. Sometimes I get one, but I was going to
1: say one of them's going to get there. So,
0: yeah, I kind of sapped the juice out of it. 25 is now where it looks like all the you know, the fun is at for these two players, but it's it's one of like they are going to be the offense and one of them's going to go off and they can't move up the prop because they never know which one of the two is going to go off, but it's always one of them. So, yeah, I'm with you. I'm with playing Brittany Sykes and Natasha Cloud. I probably let me let me look do some let me see here what the uh the prop joint says anybody have a really good matchup yeah I think Brittany Sykes is the play. Okay. Let's go with Brittany Sykes. Brittany Sykes over fifteen and a half, sixteen and a half, wherever you get it at Take her up to 25. Like she can she can score and she can score in bunches and really really quickly. I'm not really on I kind of I kind of want to lean Enrique Unders, I'm not gonna lie. It's just because Yeah and I think it's going to be more on the inside. Like, I think it's more of a Natasha Howard game or like a Tierra McGowan or Satu Sabe. I think they're going to lock up the perimeter. They've already gone on record that they, you know, don't like how they've seen what they've seen from their perimeter defense over the past few games. They're, Sharing it up, trying to make it better. You got Natasha Cloud who face guards when she guards like that when they say they need somebody to slow down, they need somebody not to go off. Natasha Cloud literally takes herself out of the defensive rotation It's almost kind of like a box of one, to be honest. And she's guarding, you know, the best guard. So I think that that could throw Rike off a little bit. I'd be interested to see that matchup later today and see how Rike does, but I'm not really jumping to go out there and bet Rike
1: Agumawale today. I don't really have much else for this game.
0: Uh, give me... Do I see a... Is this a Shakira Austin rebounds prop? Is she coming back today? Uh, I think FanDuel has a be. FanDuel has a Shakira, Shakira Austin rebounds prop up. And if she have? comes back, that's sh- seven and a half. If she comes back, that changes everything. Let me let me go look around. According thing. to
1: RotoWire, she's still out, but I just want to quickly see this. It says uh, last update was 10 days ago, no return timetable. So I don't know. Maybe she is. According to RotoWire, though, I don't see anything that suggests she's going to play.
0: Hmm. Let me Interesting. See. No, I haven't seen anything that says she was going to play. Yeah, I haven't. I, yeah. I don't know why they have a line out on secure Austin's rebounds. I don't see anything. Does, does Fanduel know something? I don't know. All right. Uh, and give me, hmm, nah, Natasha Cloud screwed me last time on this. Says, oh, that means I should take her. All right. Natasha Cloud over five and a half assists. All right. That's it. <laughs> just jail said no. Fanduel are just idiots. <laughs> Appreciate it. All right. Before we get to the next game, let me talk to you about Underdog Fantasy because Best Ball Mania 4 is here, and they're giving away $15 million in prizes. And guess what? First place in Best Ball Mania 4 gets what? Is this an update? Is this real? First place gets $3 million? What was the guy from, uh, what was that movie called? Austin Powers? Million, One million dollars. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. not 1 million, it's 3 million dollars. I probably didn't say that right. But ton of NFL player props to pick from, you have a ton of MLB contests, you have WNBA contests, WNBA pickems, player props, all of that stuff over at underdogfantasy.com. Use promo code SGPN for 100% deposit bonus up to $100 at underdogfantasy.com promo code SGPN all righty here let's get into the next game of the slate we have the makeup game the air quality makeup game the new york liberty going to play the minnesota Lynx. well welcoming the minnesota Lynx 13 and a half at home for the new york liberty 167 is the total that's come down half a point injury report here for these two teams and for the minnesota Lynx. we have
1: why is Collier
0: not playing? Is she not playing or is she questionable?
1: No, she's out. She hurt her ankle.
0: Hmm. I did
1: not know that. That's so why the line so- went to 13 and a half.
0: All righty here. Yep. Nafisa Collier is out. Rachel Banham is out. Natalie Chonwell oh. is out. And so it looks like they're going to be throwing up a lineup of Lindsey Allen, Kayla McBride, Diamond Miller, Bridget Carlson, and Dorka I don't even know how I pronounce her last name. I'm not going to try. For <laughs> Liberty, are funny. For the Liberty, Courtney VanderSloot is out for rest. Stephanie Dawson, Han Shu, both out, extended periods of time. So pretty much same lineup for the Liberty, just inserting Maria Maria Johannes into that starting lineup. Yikes,
1: it's bad. It's really a brutal spot to even bet this game because on one hand, Collier's out and she's the entire team for Minnesota. On the other hand, do you really want to back a team on a back-to-back in the WNBA, laying 13 and a half? Not really. I think
0: think the Aces dog the the Lynx on a back-to-back earlier this season, but like... If he's Collier being out, is yeah. I, I can't I can't touch I can't touch anything Minnesota would if he's a Collier I out. I think
1: I'm just going to lean under and call it a day. I'm going to hope the Liberty come out flat because they're on a back to back and maybe they'll coast in the second half. But once again, the Lynx without Collier, I'm not sure they can score. So I'll go with the under in this game. Might seem a bit bold, maybe Lynx team total under. But once again, it's a really tough game to pick because there are massive red flags on both sides. So I'm just going to lean under and. Stay out of the game's way, but I would have leaned to the Liberty if I had to pick.
0: Uh, yeah, I'm on your same way, but give me the first half under. No salute, no fee. We're just gonna, yeah, just first half under. Liberty don't have much energy coming out. Hopefully, they just slow the game down. <laughs> like they just run an extremely slow pace and. Uh, especially without Courtney Vanislo, but knowing Sabrina, Sabrina's probably going to try to run and gun, and I, I I just can't. Yeah, I can't even take in Minnesota So This is disgusting. Fuscault, you're yep. being out. Really kind of screwed up the handicap for this game. Yeah, give me under. Uh, give me a play on the Liberty. Mm, did we take Liberty first half? <sighs> Nah, just take Liberty for the first game, for, for, for the full game. So Liberty minus 13 and a half, play on the under, that's all I got. It's a nasty one. All right, player props. I mean, Sabrina's assist has to be live.
1: I think they got to be. Uh, I re- Six I really and a half minus 130. I was going to say, the fascinating, the, cover, the fascinating conversation to have is going to be with Dallas because somebody's going to have to score. Minnesota? Not, sorry, with Minnesota, sorry. With uh, Collier being out, somebody's going to have to step up in terms of at least shot Diamonds
0: attempt. are forever.
1: That's what I'm looking at. Uh, potentially McBride, maybe, but somebody's going to have to score, which means I don't probably, trust Kayla McBride.
0: Whenever I bet her, she wants to go one for 11.
1: I don't trust her either, but I'm looking solely at volume. If you're looking at somebody who can step up and maybe give you a massive plus price at like 15 points or 20 points, it's probably Diamond or Kayla, right? if you had to pick. uh
0: Yeah, it is more than likely. I would hope. Yeah, I see Kayla at 14 and a half. I see diamond at 15 and a half. They ju- they juice diamond up because of that. Yeah, out. Really She's normally not that high. She's like 11 and a half. Normally. Yeah, uh, this is disgusting. Yep. Why is she not playing in this game? <laughs>
1: I don't they know how bad the been. ankle injury was, so I don't
0: know. Yeah, I would just take a I would just take a flyer on either Kayla or Diamond if you wanted to get in some type of action on this game. Cause they're gonna play majority of the minutes, probably majority of the game, probably close to thirty five minutes played or something like that. Uh Benijelaney, nice if you can find her. I mean, she's she's getting double figures almost every single game. She I see underdog has her at thirteen. That's a little high. I think I'd probably go under thirteen for her there, but I think I saw her earlier this week at ten and a half. And she she clears that uh pretty consistently. Joqua Jones has been a rebounding machine recently. Like absolutely re- that that's the oh, that's the number one. That's gotta be the number one prop for the day. Chuck Jones over eight and a half rebounds.
1: What would you have last game? Like seventeen?
0: Yeah, what let's, or was let's that go against the storm? There.
1: That might have been against the storm. She had seventeen. She had a massive she, she had a
0: double double last game too against yeah. the um yesterday. She had a double double yesterday. Let's go through Jacqueal Jones' number real quick because Jacqueal Jones is going through a crazy tear right now. And this is the Jacqueal Jones we thought we were getting in the off season. Look at this: four straight double doubles in the past four games. Nineteen and thirteen yesterday. Thirteen and seventeen against Seattle. 18 and 11 against Indiana, 27 and 11 against Washington. Prior to that, she still had 11 and nine against Dallas. She had 12 and seven against Indiana. Like how? How do you fade this? How do you? How, first of all, how are they not accounting for this? You, you got to take Jokwe Jones over eight and a half. That 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 seems like that's an automatic play. I, I don't think that the I don't think this is a very bad spot for the Liberty because not only are they playing a back-to-back here, but they travel tomorrow, I believe, because today's Friday. Yeah, so they yeah. travel tomorrow to play the Sparks in LA on Sunday. So this is like a terrible spot, and it it's really, really rough to be trying to bet Liberty props. But
1: just for the minutes, by the way, Jonquel only played 24 minutes yesterday, and she still had 13 rebounds.
0: Yeah, Jacqueline Jones over 8.5 rebounds. That's the best prop in this game. That's the best bet in this game. That's literally the best bet in this game. All right, anything else? No, not really. All right, last game on the slate. We have the Seattle Storm going to play the Chicago Sky. Chicago opened up as a five-point favorite. (gasps) Looky here. Seattle Storm. The Chicago has actually come down to a minus four and a half-point favorite. Say it ain't so. 161.5 161.5 is the total injury report here. And we have for the Seattle Storm, it looks like Jordan Horston is questionable. Personal reasons to play on Friday. And for the Chicago Sky, we have same thing. Gardner, Harrison, we knew they were out for the season. So nothing to, new to report there. Two teams just played last week. Where Chicago absolutely buried Seattle ninety to seventy five. I think that was the first game after All Star. One of the first two games after All Star. Uh, might have been the second game. Ninety to seventy five wasn't even close. Chicago dominated from start to finish. Joel Lloyd had a terrible shooting day. That's how they got beat so bad. I mean, you know, I like Seattle getting points, but see, but my fear is, is that we're getting to the point of the season where Seattle's just going to tank whenever they can.
1: I think the fourth quarter against the Liberty was a pretty solid tank job, personally, but I don't really understand how the Storm have... Four, they're 4-19, four and 19
0: mm-hmm.
1: straight up. They're pretty good against the spread, but they've only played 10 road games, and they're 2-8 and eight on the road. Uh, Chicago's not a great home team either, but they just beat Seattle uh, less than a week ago. By 15 on the road, mm-hmm. and now they're only laying four and a half at home. Like the line doesn't make any sense. Chicago wasn't even that bad against the Aces. They lost by 12, they covered, scored 95 points. I'm going to take the sky. I, I don't really understand this line. Copper at 37 points last game. I think she's in line for a big game. <laughs> Besides Jewel Lloyd, once again, Seattle doesn't have much talent. The only reason why the Liberty game was close was because Lloyd was really, really good once again. But I'm taking Chicago. I don't really understand the line. I think Chicago is a better team than the Storm. I don't think it's very close. And you said the Storm might be tanking or what they're doing. right? They've basically been taking the whole year if you want to just go by wins and losses. But I'll take <laughs> Chicago at home. Like, I it's think not 12-11 and 11
0: against the Sprite, which is crazy. I know. Yeah, right? that's I just really think they're a bad
1: team. Four and a half sounds way too low for a team that just won by 15 on the road and is fully healthy for this game. I'm taking this guy. <sighs>
0: Uh, this is hard. This is hard because part of me wants to say that all right, second game in a week, you just got killed. They play they put more emphasis, play better. Another part of me is just saying they're not the better team. And and Chicago's just gonna own them. Uh, this is the second meeting all here. There's a good possibility that Chicago's just a better team here. Yeah, Chicago's chasing a playoff spot. Yeah, yeah, we're going to Chicago. All right. I'm searching. Benedict Rail going to Chicago minus one and a half. They're playing for a playoff spot, man. Yeah, maybe Seattle makes this interesting in the first half, but we could very well get into a situation where we get to the fourth quarter and Seattle does a pretty good tank job yet again.
1: I'm gonna lean to the over as well. Hmm. I mean the last game landed one sixty five. Both teams offensively were pretty good last game against, you know, quality competition. It feels a little short to me for a number I
0: don't know. Ninety points from the sky isn't something that we just get any given night.
1: No, I think it's gonna balance out. I think the storm will be better offensively and maybe the sky come back a little bit, but
0: mm. you're leaning under? Yeah, I'm leaning under. I can't I can't get there on the over man offensively both of these two teams struggle a lot and if you're telling me i i need an amazing well i mean i can get an amazingly a copy game anytime but like that that's where a majority of their scoring is going to come from from one player because marina mabry isn't doing shit yeah no i'm going under 161 and a half can't i can't i can't back and over with these two even though defensively and the sky are still solid defensively Yeah, no, under under one sixty two, under one sixty one and a half. That's my play. All right, player props. I mean, I'm on Khalil, copper maybe. over. Yeah, nineteen
1: 30, and a half. She had thirty seven last game. I, I think she might go for twenty five.
0: I would love to, to back a Maria Mabry over if you know she was like better. a
1: her. Yeah.
0: yeah, it's really insane, like how the fall from grace. Yep, I think I was singing. I was singing her praises earlier on this season. She's just literally falling off a cliff. Uh, I guess I'll take Jewel because if Seattle ever has a chance to be in it, it's got to be because of Jewel. But I don't know. Chicago's good defensively. I think they actually – And, you know, there's actually – What's that – Uh, I might actually have to go over because there's a stat. So in games after – In games after Seattle has played the Liberty, they are 0-3 against the spread and 2-0-1 to the over. 0-3 straight up, 0-3 against spread, 2-0-1 to the over. They actually do not cover by an average of six points. It's an automatic letdown. Here's the points that they given up after playing the Liberty, the next game. 93 to the Mystics, 93 to the Suns, 92 to the Sparks.
1: That's a yeah.
0: lot. It is. It really is. All right. Okay. Dang. I'm just flip-flopping all over the place today. All right. I guess I'll go over. Maybe Chicago teams are over. I can do that. All right. Mm, player props. Anything else that rings off? I, d- I don't game.
1: really have much in general for this game. I mean, are you? I'm assuming you're back on Jewel, so You're not mentioning it just because you're always on her.
0: Yeah, I can never not. Every time I try to tell myself not to bet her, I end up betting her. So uh, I can't. I can't talk myself off of it. I. I can't get. I want to bet Marina Mabry so bad, but I can't get a reason to do it. Like she's just been so bad. Maybe at four to one for twenty plus points is enough. That's actually enough to tickle my fancy. I didn't know twenty plus was four to one. She could she could revert back for one game. Let me see. What's her? Let's look at what she's been doing recently because she's been really bad. All right. Maybe I'm. So she had twenty two against them last game. Uh, Eleven against the Aces. Four. (laughs) She had four against the Mercury. She had nine against Connecticut. She had five against Atlanta. Had fourteen against Atlanta. Seventeen against Indiana. (laughs) Just give me twenty. Like I'd rather just bet on twenty. I don't even care if like she falls somewhere in between. Just give me twenty for four to one. That that's something that's worth the juice. A copper 25 plus is plus 210. Like that. Uh, I mean, is Jewel gonna give us back to back 30 pieces? I don't think so. I'm not gonna give that out. But I'll play Marina at 4 to 1. She's worth a 4 to 1 bet at the very least. Alright. Now I have nothing else. So let's go ahead and get to our lock dog and prop portion of the show for my lock
1: Hmm. I'm curious where you're gonna go for this one
0: I'm terribly I want to go with the first half under in Minnesota and in New York but I'm terribly afraid of the Liberty putting up 50 points in that first half but who are you to put up 50 points in a back-to-back in the first half? Really, who are you? Because the Lynx aren't going to score. At least they shouldn't. If they let the Lynx score, the Liberty suck, man, and we have no chance. Yeah, I'm talking myself into it. All right. Give me the first half under for the Minnesota Lynx and the New York Liberty. They really, really – like, they really shouldn't come in here and and drop 50 in the first half on a back-to-back. They should really be chilling. Under 86 and a half, minus 108. Let's see. For my dog. Give me the – Give me the Mystics. First half money line, plus 230. Let's just say they catch Dallas slipping. Very good first half team. Maybe they come out, win that first half again, and then blow the game like they did against Minnesota. It would be very much on brand for them. So I'll take the Mystics plus two. What I say? Two thirty. Uh, I
1: think yeah, plus two
0: thirty. So plus two thirty Mystics first half money line for my prop. Gotta be Jonquil Jones over eight and a half rebounds. I'm sorry. I think, just gonna, I think we're just gonna double. I was seven and a half. Oh, oh, I got a seven and a half minus one, minus 140. Seven and a half, Jonquil Jones, uh, minus 140. You could do eight and a half. I still like eight and a half, and you don't know, have to play that juice, but I don't care about paying the juice, so I'll take seven and a half minus 140. All
1: right, all right, go ahead. Yeah, my prop, I'm going to do the same thing you did. I'll take uh, John Qual. I'll do seven and a half at minus 140. For my lock, I'm going to take the Sky, minus four and a half. Uh, just simply put, they beat this team by 15. I think they're the better team. And with Copper waking up offensively, I don't think Seattle has enough uh, firepower to match it besides, besides uh, Jewel. And if she has a somewhat off game, then they got nobody else who can step up. Meanwhile, if Copper struggles, I do think Chicago is more backup option. So I am going to go with Chicago at home. Minus four and a half is my lock. And for my dog, I'm going to go back to Sykes. I'm going to take her 20-plus points at plus 182 on FanDuel. Uh, She's had at least 23 points in two of the last three games. The one exception was the last game. She scored 17 but only shot eight of 19 from the floor. She's been really good. And I do think, once again, looking at just her overall success lately, and the fact that this should be a high-scoring game. I see a lot of points. Deladon's still out, so she still has the ultimate green light. Uh, Give me Sykes 20-plus points at plus 182 as my dog.
0: All right. Scott, anything else for the people before we get up out of here?
1: Not really. Uh, Fun going through the games tonight. I'll be back on the MLB show in about two hours. But for the most part, now enjoy your weekend
0: all right if you're not already make sure you are following him at russia radio Following me at really real underscore underscore Hey, we got 11 people in the way somebody just left we're not i didn't finish the end i didn't finish the end credits i hate the people that leave before the credits are over you never know if there's going to be a cutscene at the end of the credits why are you leaving for the credits over all right now we're down from 12 to 11 so 11 y'all go ahead like the video on your way out for the people listening on the audio version just go ahead and drop us a review like you're right there you're in the app already you got to close the app out to quit this anyway so you might as well drop a review before you do that go ahead and do that other than that i have nothing else to say nothing else to do no other way of ending the podcast but i'm gonna play my theme music one more time here comes the money
1: here we go money
0: talk, talk here comes the money Tell him to bring me. Oh, all right. oh, hey, is the loop one? i the loop one. There we go. All right. All right. Just Jim, appreciate you for still rocking with us, coming back. Hey, we got 12 again. See, look, there we go. Rob Show Productions, what's going on, Rob? All right. Other than that, I have nothing else to say, nothing else to do. No other way of ending podcasts, just ending like this. We are out of here.